Okay, y'all, so, <clears throat> good morning. <laughs> good morning, y'all. Uh, music in the background, if you can hear it, uh, is not my, I don't know the rights to it. Uh, it's actually 96.3 country. Um, what I want to talk to y'all today is about the basics of when you find a dog. A lot of people already know this, but a lot of people don't. Um, every city has their specific, you know, rules and regs on, you know, having an animal, how many you can have, you know, yada, yada, you know, just like apartments have breed restrictions. Some do, some don't. Same when you rent a house, you know, if you own a house, heck, if you own a house, which I just recently, uh, bought a house a while back and even my, we got homeowner's insurance had restrictions. They wanted to know type, what type of breed dogs I had. And I was like, what? And I said, really? I hadn't heard of that. Didn't know that was possible for home ownership. You know? Anyways, um, when you find a dog, you know, yes, it's good to post, you know, if you're able to help that dog. But here's the thing. If you pick that dog up, that dog becomes your responsibility. What I mean by that is, when you pick that dog up, you really should be able to hold that dog at your house in a reasonable temp environment, okay, not locked in a kennel, on hot cement, not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dog needs to have food, water, you know, yada, 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 okay? Yes, if you have other pets, you're probably not going to want to, you know, you're not, you shouldn't be, you know, locking your dog in the door with your dogs right there. It's not a good idea. You don't know if this dog is dog aggressive, food aggressive, have embedded. Okay, so when you first find a dog, okay, y'all, y'all want to, um, first off, if you can't take that dog home with you, I understand. Okay, a lot of people, a lot of people have issues if you find a dog that you didn't pick it up, you didn't run it to a vet, you didn't take it home with you. A lot of people don't know what to do, okay? When you find a dog, a lot of times you can call animal control. Now some areas are real rural and they don't have animal control. That I understand. An average person isn't going to know, and to be honest, it's going to be a little scary if they run a dog, whether injured or not, to a vet to get scanned for a chip, because once they put that animal, pick that animal up, put it in their vehicle, okay, they're responsible for that animal, you know, um, financially and everything else, you know, <laughs> and, and so for, for a lot of people, they either don't have room, don't know what to do, you know, the unknown for a lot of people is scary, okay? So that I get. Um, you know, the best thing to do, if you do see an animal and you're not in rescue and you don't have the resources or the, um, whether it's the people, you know, that type of thing, best thing you can do is call local animal control, see if they can come out and help, okay? Now, if you've got room, you know what I mean? And the other thing is, especially if you're not local, okay and yes shelters are full right now and a lot of people might you know go oh she's saying call a shelter she's saying call here's the thing if that dog is a lost dog or a stolen dog that dog needs to be one checked for a chip held for so many days we all know this right 
animal control is going to be able to hold that dog. It's going to have a roof over its head. It's going to have food and water. It's going to get fed. It's going to get its shots. It's going to get neutered, tested for heartworms. It's going to get spayed if it's not already. Those are good things that get done. Now, on the flip side, do I get that, yes, you know, shelters are overwhelmingly full? Yes. But, on the flip side of that, can every person hold the dog for, I think it's, what, 10 days in Texas now? I don't know. It changes all the time. Okay, and then every city has its own policy, ordinance, whatever. Some cities, they don't want you to even hold the dog, even if you had room. They want that dog at the shelter. The reason being, which I get as well, is because... Think about it. If you, if, if, knock on wood, if your dog accidentally gets out or got stolen, okay, where would you first look? The shelter. You're not going to look at your neighbor and go, hey, if you, you know, you're going to ask your indirect neighbors, you know what I'm saying? But you're not going to go around knocking, you know what I mean? You're just not. You're not going to know who may or may not. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're going to call a shelter. You're going to call your local shelters. Dogs, depending upon the size, depending upon if they're neutered or spayed, they might go for miles on miles, you know. And if a dog gets picked up and it gets stolen, nowadays that's real common, you know. I've had folks um, ask me that are real close to me, well, do you walk your dogs? I'm like, heck no. Like, <laughs> I don't take my dogs out and walk them on the street. Reason being, there's too many strays in my area. There's too many dogs that get out. There's too many dogs that are dog aggressive, human aggressive. No. I don't go walking in my neighborhood. I would if, you know, I probably knew where these dogs are roaming from, you know what I mean? More more than not, but I, I just don't, you know? If I go walk, it's gonna be probably laps in my backyard or to a local park and walk a few laps there, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so, you know, I get it. The unknown for people is scary. The unknown for, and, and here's the other thing. You know, is the dog sick? Does the, you know, it, a lot of people, you know, you can look at a dog and, it, and a dog's not going to necessarily, I mean, a lot of times you'll tell, but who knows when a dog gets comfortable and at home, you know, is that dog going to start getting sick on you? Does that dog have something possibly, you know, contagious? Yes, your, your dogs you have at home, if you have any, might already be vetted, but that doesn't mean that won't spread, you know, and, and, and that's what's scary for a lot of people, you know, um, I used to, and kind of my primary thing when I would help physically myself would be to transport because this animal, you know, whatever I transported or whatever animal, dog, whatever, you know, kitten, <laughs> knock on wood, okay, <laughs> it's been a minute for those, but it's, it's been done, okay, um, <laughs> and newborn kittens, not the ones where they're cute, you know, you can put a, a can of soft cat food in there and you know, once they're done eating, they lay down and sleep. No, 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 <laughs> We're talking the newborns every hour and a half, two hours. They're demanding that food, you know, the, the bottle babies. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's the unknown is scary for people. Now, I'm not saying, you know, necessarily you're, you're going to necessarily find a dog and it's going to be sick all the time. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, you know, that if you picked up a stray. I'm not trying to do that. All I'm trying to say is, you know, Especially in a world now, you know, with COVID and all that, a lot of people are more aware, you know, of, of how very easily it is that things spread. And, and it's, it really does suck. Yes, it sucks. But I'm not trying to make this to be a, a negative, you know, podcast today. Um, but, you know, 
being aware and, and being cautious, that's understandable, you know. Um, but please, if you are going to pick up a dog, um, do not immediately rehome that dog. That's not, legally you can't do that, you know. And I said it on the podcast yesterday. I don't know if anybody's listened to it yet or not. I haven't done podcasts in a long time. It's, you know, been a COVID world and been crazy and work and, you know, a whole lot. <laughs> so, you know, the best thing you can do if you find a dog is to call animal control. Now, if you're in rescue and you have the resources and you have the room, might be a different thing. I would probably, however, call your local animal control, maybe go up there with the dog and say, hey, look, can we scan for a chip? You know, a lot of people don't have a, a chip scanner. I do because I have encountered too many stray dogs in a lot of different places, okay? So, I have one, yes. Um, do I use it? Have I used it in a while? No, you know. But before COVID, yeah, all the time. I was all the time grabbing stray dogs, you know, calling ACOs uh, all the time, you know. <laughs> I have very good friends of mine who, you know, I've, I've been over at the shelter helping network the dogs, get pictures and videos. They get a call. They get off the phone. They look at me. I need you. Okay, where are we going? You know, <laughs> am I riding with you or am I driving myself? You know, it. you, you know, you help each other when you can, you know, and especially um, some, some dogs, you know, um, are very peculiar. You know, they have their quirks. As I say, humans have our quirks. Animals have their quirks. Um, animals, some animals, whether they've got a, a rotten past, so to speak, you know, and, and they've been beat or, or abused or prefer women or men, you know, sometimes it's good to have, you know, a, a, a buddy, <laughs> you know, that loves animals the way you do, that knows, you know, they're, they're going to help me. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they're, they're going to do what they can, you know? Um, and, uh, I don't know. It, it's a very good feeling. I, I will say it's a very good feeling, um, working in the profession I work in and, um, and just, um, it's very good feeling when people go, uh, well, I have this issue and I don't know what to do. And everybody goes, well, call her. What do you, hello? Like, <laughs> you know her, you have her number. Oh yeah. You know, like it's a very good thing. It sucks because I don't like calls like that, you know, where whether it's an owner surrender or I found a dog or, you know, whatever the case. But, you know, I, I do try to um, follow through, you know, when I when I am contacted, um, especially if it's a shelter I know um, and I know the ACOs and I know intake and I know, you know, that type of thing, you know, and I know the shelter managers. Um, if there are dogs that I am um, called about and say ACO beats me there, you know, and I'm, I'm going to help because I was called, um, uh, I will, you know, follow through with that dog. Um, you know, I, I will, I will follow through, you know, I've, I spent, I think one day, this was pre COVID quite a while ago, but I spent probably four or five hours. I was actually, I think in route to help out with something else. And I'm driving down the road, and this dog is right near the interstate. And I'm like, golly gee willikers, you know, here we go. So I pull over, and I I had some, you know, as a dog rescuer, you usually always have some type of treats, dog treats, you know, um, water bowls. What You usually have pretty much all that on hand. It's like a leashes, you know, it's kind of a normal <laughs> normal thing that's, you know, you, you, you'll find the normal car 
uh, stuff that a rescuer will need, but you'll find a lot more dog stuff than anything. Um, <laughs> that's how you know they're a rescuer, you know. Um, they're legit. They got their car packed with dog stuff. You'll be like, how many dogs do you have? Oh, one or two or, you know, <laughs> however many, you know. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I was driving and I was heading, uh, you know, to, I think to meet a friend. I can't really remember. But I did have something I was going to do. And what ended up happening is see a dog on the side of the road. And I'm like, dang, man. So I pull over and I call it in. And um, they say, well, um, you know, we're getting a lot of calls. Today. I said, I understand. And they said, where you are is, you know, a big dumping ground. I said, I know, you know, that's why I'm pulling over. I don't want this dog to get hit. Well, this dog was very cool and laid back, but skittish. Knew better than to trust coming up, you know, directly up to me. Like, she's going to leash me. And I'm like, dang, you know, like, dog had street smarts. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, like, why can't you just be stupid? You know, like, why can't you just come up and hop in a car? Well, it turns out my idea of just hopping in the car worked. So I was almost running out of dog treats. And basically I sat in the back of this when I had my old vehicle. Okay. Sat in the back of my vehicle, let it running with the AC, had the front door shut, had a four-door four vehicle. Front door shut, back doors open. I sat with both doors open because I didn't know this dog. Didn't know if this dog was going to bite me. He was hoping not, you know. And what I did was I laid dog treats from one end. I sat at, excuse me, I got the hiccups real bad already. I sat at one end of the car. And, and granted, I had a... I forget what the technical term is. It's like a collar, harness, and leash all in one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, the really nice ones, y'all. I, I love those things. Those are my favorite. Um, anyways, I'm sitting in the back seat on the far passenger back seat side, right? In the rear of the, of the, rear of the vehicle. And I have these treats laid out. And I'm just sitting there. And I laid my head back. I had the AC blasting right on me. Leaned my head back. And I didn't pretend like I was sleeping. I just sat there. And I was just like, if this pup wants me to, you know, it will hop in this car. That's just, I mean, I was like, I can't, you know, I can't leash him. He's going to run, you know, if I try, he's going to bolt. I don't want that. I don't want him to get hit, you know. There was nobody out, like, driving around calling for a dog, you know. Um, and I had a chip scanner, you know. Um, but mine was dead at the time. <laughs> and animal control, that, that's what all places, people don't understand. Animal control and vet's offices, boarding places like that, they have chip scanners. And it's free. You can call and say, hey, I got an animal. Can I bring it up real quick? Now, post-COVID, you know, usually they come up, come out to your car, scan the dog, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, pre, you know, now with COVID, I don't know, you know, a lot of vet's offices might have changed policy. I don't know. You probably have to call. Um, but animal shelters will scan for a chip. Okay? They will. So, I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm like, this dog will come to me if, if this is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? If it's going to happen, this dog's going to come to me. Sitting there, pup, you know, starts getting the treats, realizes, man, those treats are real close to that lady. And I thought, you want it? I just kept sitting there telling, I can't remember if it was a male or female. If you want these treats, you're going to have to come in here. You're going to have to get up in here. So, I think it was a male, if I remember right. He crawled up, y'all. This is the funniest thing. Crawls up in my car and sits down right next to me and I have like you know very little bit of treats left so I'm like breaking them and you know multiple y'all know what I'm feeling like and you're like dang I'm so close but I'm so far away and I'm going now I have to leash this dog <laughs> and now I have to try not to move to, you know 
asking you guys, because I mean, he's like right next to me, leaning on me, you know what I mean? I'm like, man, if I move too soon, if I move, make the wrong move, this dog's going to bolt, and I'm going to be like, out of myself, and usually with dogs like that, you get one chance, man, you get one chance, and if you mess that chance up, you know, you know what I'm talking about when you get that, dang it, like, you know, you're like, do this, and, and you just, you just got to take it, y'all, you got to take it real slow, and I just took it real slow, and sure enough, you know, kept feeding the pup, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about, where you let the pup smell the leash, you know, and you, you know, you slowly kind of put your hand out, you know, you put the leash out, you kind of rub the leash on them a little bit, you know, you get them familiar with it, it's not going to hurt you, you know, and then you just slowly put, you know, put the leash around them, you already have it looped open, you know, and then you just slide it tight, and you keep feeding them the treats, and you're like, oh, like, it was like a sigh of relief, and I'm like, okay, well, um, I'm going to make it, because it was one of those collars, can make, be made into a harness and leash, and I don't know this dog, and it's a, it's a very large dog, okay, so I'm like, I'm going to make this into a harness, and then I got to figure out how I'm going to get out the car and in the front seat, <laughs> you know, like one thing at a time, you know, I'm, I got the dog in the car, got the dog loose, one thing at a time, so end up getting, um, the pup, you know, with the, with the collar thing on, and make it, slowly make it into a harness, you know, I'm talking to him the whole time, he's just sitting there like, you know, all like, you know, with the sad puppy dog eyes, I'm like, oh, you're so sweet, you know, like, you're so sweet, so then, on my vehicle at the time I had, um, I actually, you know how the headrests go up in your vehicle, some of them do, and they have like the metal piece, so I slowly lifted that up, and I put the, the thing in there, and then, you know, and then I wrapped it around a few times, now, this was to ensure that when I go to get out, he couldn't, get out with me, you know what I'm saying, to where it was taut enough that I could close one door and close the other and then get in the front seat, you know, that's what that was for, so, because I knew if I got out, he would get out with me, and I didn't know if I'd get him back in, you know, I, I wasn't for sure, and then I wasn't trying to pick him up because this dog don't know me, I wasn't trying to get bit, so that to me was my best option, anyways, trying to make this story, you know, short but sweet type thing, I know I'm getting sidetracked and I apologize, y'all. So, sure enough, got the pup, you know, secured on the headrest part, you know, um, to where I could get out. I closed one door, okay, um, and this pup's looking at me like, no, she didn't. She just caught me. Like, you could tell looking, I was like, I'm sorry, you know, but it was like, thank you, you know, like, because it was hot. I mean, I was, I was wearing all black, okay, <laughs> wearing all black, and it was one of those days you know when the temperature is 100 and something, the humidity is 100 and something or whatever it is, and it's super hot, and you're like, oh, you know, like, it was so hot, I didn't want to be out there, you know what I'm saying, like, it was that type of hot, like, I'm like, if I know I don't want to be out, this dog don't want to be out here, you know what I mean, so, anyways, I got out, got the one side closed, he's looking at me like, she didn't catch me, she caught me, you know, and I was like, well, at least you're going to, a, you know, you're going to go, you're going to get checked for a chip, maybe you got an owner, maybe you got out, you know, shut the other door as I'm sitting there and I'm trying to call uh, to let them know, like, hey, I got him. I'm fixing to bring him up to the shelter. They go, okay, we'll remake notes. Well, right there as I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, well, I need to probably take, you know, a couple pictures of him because we're going to have to network him if, if need be or whatever, right? So I'm sitting there on my phone getting ready to take a couple pictures. Phone rings. I'm like, it's another rescue, you know? I'm like, okay. I was on my way to do one thing and this happens and then I'm getting another call. I'm like, oh, what's this? 
turns out it was the ACO that was finally en route to me. And um, I said, well, no need. I don't know if you're, you know, how far out you are. I said, no need. I said, um, I, I, I caught the dog. Dog, gone. <laughs> you know, good for you, girl. Like, she, she was really happy. And I was like, I'm really happy and I'm really hot. I'm like, I'm really surprised it honestly worked. You know, like, I, I was shocked, you know, to say the least. Like, and she's like, dang, it took you us about four hours. You know, like, it's probably probably one of the longer, you know, extensive ones, but, you know, I didn't want him to bolt, and that was my biggest thing. I didn't want him to bolt and get hit by a car. Um, and she said, yeah, that dumping ground, I said, I know, it's it's a dumping ground for dogs in that area. Excuse me, all my allergies are getting me. So, um, it's better. Um, so anyways, um, tell the ACO, you know, yeah, go to your next call or whatever, or if you want to meet me at the shelter, she's like, yeah, I think I got a couple more calls or whatever, but if I see you up there, I see you up there. I was like, okay, cool. Talk to you later. And granted, I don't know her, know her, but, you know, they make notes when you call it in, you know, like, hey, person's going to try to, because I was, I was going to try to stand by if I could, you know, so that they could catch the pup, you know. They, they're, they're probably a little bit more gifted, I guess is the word, um, able to, you know, uh, you know, catch them easier than me, more than likely, so, sorry y'all, I'm trying to eat a hash brown too, I apologize, so, um, basically, I get the pup up to the shelter, get out, go in, go into intake, and they say, okay, fill this out, and then can you go get him? I'm like, I just spent four hours catching him, like, can't you come, you know, and they're just looking at me and start laughing, I'm like, man, okay, so I'm like, let's see how this goes, so the pup hops out of the car real easy, but then he starts immediately, I call it the alligator roll, which is why I'm really glad that I did the harness, the collar harness leash, because they can't roll out of it. There's no way you can roll out of that. No way. I just stood there, let an alligator roll. He ain't hurting himself. Nothing's gonna happen to him. He got done and looked at me. I said, Are you done? <laughs> like, now that you realize you ain't getting out of the harness, are you done? And he looked to me like, this chick, like, <laughs> not only did she catch me somehow, and then she put this contraption on me, and I can't get out of it, and I can't bolt. <laughs> so then I look at him and go, come on, let's go in, let's go in and get your skin for a chip ball. So, pup, I end up having to physically pick up. And let me tell you, y'all know if y'all in rescue, when them dogs decide to like, you know, what is, forget the term, like, not drop, not drop dead, but they drop their body weight where you literally are carrying every, it's like, there are a ton, man, and this dog was easy, 60, 70, 80, something, I mean, I'm like, good lord, holy cow, so I pick him up, I get up to the door, and I'm standing there, and I look up, and I'm holding this <laughs> massively large dog, and I'm sorry, y'all, I'm starting, but it was really funny, they start laughing, I'm like, you want to come grab the dog, <laughs> you know, and they're laughing. I'm like, please. 
they open the door, they're like, you good? I'm like, really? <laughs> you know. So, I go in there. And, of course, the dog's skittish. <laughs> you know, he don't know where he at. He don't know what's going on. I'm like, it's okay, pup. So, he's kind of, you know, clinging to me or whatever. She goes to skid him for a chip. He ain't buying it. <laughs> you know, he don't know her. He don't know me, you know. So, she's like, we're going to try that. I'm like, okay. She's like, okay, well, you get to, you get to bring him in here. I'm like, really? So, you know, they have a separate intake, like, stray hold area, you know. I said, okay. So, I said, come on. And, of course, he lays down and looks at me like, I ain't going where you want me to. You're crazy as hell. So, I said, again? So, she's laughing, holding doors. I'm like, this ain't funny. Like, <laughs> this dog is heavy. So, I pick him up carry him in there and set him in the kennel area and shut the, we shut the thing. And he stands there looking at me like, you dirty, rotten lady. Like, <laughs> you, you tricked me. You know, and I was like, Papa, I'm sorry. I mean, he looked at me like, full betrayal, lady. Full betrayal. Um, Pup did, I will say, got adopted out. Um, I brought him cheeseburgers on a daily basis. And um, the animal control officer's intake and um, the kennel techs and whatnot, they were able to work with him. Very sweet pup and got adopted. So, I, I will say... I will say, yay us! Yay us! I'm eating my hash brown again, y'all, so I apologize. Um, my allergies were so bad today to boot. But... I will say this. Excuse me, y'all. I'm trying not to talk while I'm eating, but I'm trying to do two things at once. Um, right now, y'all, um, we need fosters. We need doggy day people over, you know, people take doggies overnight. Um, right now, Fort Worth Animal Care and Control is full. Arlington's full. I mean, basically any shelter you think of, it is going to be full. Um, Fort Worth just opened their new location a few months ago. Um, they call it, you know, Fort Worth Animal Control. It's like north and then the other one's referred to south. South is the older building. They added an addition on of probably a year or two ago. North is a brand new building, brand new setup. They have so many dogs, y'all. They have dogs, I believe, at both. I know it's south, um, outside, 24-7 in kennels. That's where they're housed because they have no more space. Um, Fort Worth is getting 90-plus dogs per day surrendered. Um, it's not good. Um, I haven't really seen numbers on Dallas. I haven't really paid that much attention to it, um. Dallas at all. Um, I do know SBCA. They've kind of, I don't want to say completely quit helping, but they closed down their McKinney location that had livestock. They no longer have that. Um, and they're trying to, excuse me, I have the hiccup still, adopt out or put the other animals into other rescues. Um, at that location, 
and I don't know if they're selling it or what they're doing, but they don't have that location anymore. So I don't think they're, uh, I don't think that location is actually, um, probably doing livestock anymore. Um, which is sad because especially since COVID and SBCA, you know, and I'm not saying they're not a good resource, but they used to be, and maybe their funding's dropped. I don't know. You know, they used to have a whole lot more, I guess, resources and be a re really good resource for when needing, you know, rescues, when needing dog food, um, that type of thing, you know. They were very good when it came to, um, like, when we had all the hurricanes come through and whatnot. They were very good with that and helping, you know, staging areas and, and supplies and stuff like that, but... I don't know, maybe it's because of COVID. Maybe they're not getting donations like they were. So, um, SBCA has kind of cut back on the, kind of on the helping. Um, it started before COVID. Um, I used to be able to reach out to them and so did a lot of rescues and say, you know, and this is not me dogging them. This is just me saying from my experience with them. Um, I used to be able to reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I've got people with rescues that are needing dog food. You know, hey, can I come? Um, you know, get whatever leftover dog food. And what it was is the dog food they were giving was was bags that were unopened, that were, I'm sorry, not uh, that were already opened, okay? So, like, whether they switched their dog's diet or, you know, their dog didn't like the new food they were, you know, trying, whatever it was. Um, that's basically what it was. And maybe some of it was half a bag, you know, uh, sometimes it was a small bag, sometimes it was, it just depended, um, and so they were pretty good with helping with that, um, I know other shelters and ACOs, um, that used to always get donations in and be able to, you know, give, give, uh, dog food before to me to tell, take to help other rescues and whatnot, and now that ceased, um, uh, they, they don't have, they barely have funds to get dog food for the dogs they have, um, and donations are not coming in like they were. So they're no longer to help, uh, able to help either, which is sad. Um, I don't know. Um, I know a lot of people are really having to rebudget, <laughs> um, and it's hard to rebudget when you're still. Um, making the same you've been making, you know, cost of living has went up, um, wages have not, um, you know, it's, it's rough, gas has went up, groceries have went up, you know, I know within a week, a few, it's been a few months now, um, I looked one day and groceries was this much and I looked the next day and it changed again and I was like, to what? I thought I was losing it, y'all, I thought I was losing it, items were going up that quick in price and I said, there's some kind of high demand that I'm missing, you know, and, and I don't really buy high demand items. Like I'm one of those, you know, frozen dinner type gals, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just the, you know, a lot of those are pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's kind of hard to, um, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to, um, to get help when you need it. Um, 
I've got, you know, friends reaching out that, you know, are wanting me to foster. Um, I do, you know, feel bad because, you know, I, I, I would love to. Um, do I have the room? Yes. Do I have the time? No. That's the thing. Um, when you bring any animal in, you know, they need to adjust. You know, it's adjustment for everybody. If you've got animals already, it's adjustment. You know, some animals have been around, excuse me, I have these hiccups. Other animals, kids, you know, usually the, the fosters, if there's any, you know, or, or somebody that's been fostering, that kind of knows the temper, temperament of the dog, you know what I'm saying? Um, they'll, what's the words I want? Um, I cannot think. Um, it's too early, y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they'll be able to tell you, you know, a lot more, um, you know, and, and every dog needs their time to, you know, kind of decompress, you know, if they switch fosters or whatever, and yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it, it's a process, you know, to get, um, dogs readjusted and do the proper introductions, and, uh, it's not that I don't want another dog, um, it's just that my two are very particular. I won't say peculiar. I'll say particular. They have their quirks. And, you know, um, both of mine have been through such traumatic events that, um, I just, you know, it's, it's hard to not necessarily find the right match, but it's not up to me, <coughs> um, it, it is, but it isn't. It's not up to me, you know, if I find a dog and I'm like, I kind of want it. It's not up to me. The final decision's up to my two that I already have. So, you know, it's it's not up to me. <clears throat> so, with that being said, you know, I've, you know, done dog introductions with my two and it hasn't worked. Um, one of mine has been attacked by a dog before. And I didn't know it. And after the introduction was done and, you know, how my dog acted, I was like, what? My dogs acted. Both of them did. I said, what? Because they <clears throat> like other dogs. You know, they're people friendly. And, well, my one is. My other one isn't. Okay, so music in the background still is. I don't have. It's not. I don't have the right. Excuse me. I have the hiccups. Um, if you can hear it. So I wanted to try to kind of wrap this up. Um, so basically, you know, rescues need fosters, shelters need fosters, you know, we can always use networkers, um, you know, if you need help with resources, shoot, reach out, <laughs> you know, um, I'm really exhausted today, <laughs> so I'm sorry this is kind of a long podcast, but Y'all have a good day. Keep your head up. You know, don't give up. Um, speed bumps in the road, but it'll it'll be all right. All right, y'all have a good day. I appreciate y'all.